cozy. I thought you were going to go spooky, but then it like sort of became It was uplifting. like a mellow. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is nice. It's it kind of nice. like a different kind. It's kind of like the, the how our cool down is yes. usually at the end. But You're I'm starting right. it off on a Oh my God, it's note. like memento. We're in reverse. Ooh. <laughs> leave us a review. Tell your friends. <laughs> right. Don't forget to subscribe. And uh, what the heck episode is this? Oh, this is 461. 461. How you doing, Suze? Oh, my God. I cannot believe how long we have been making this show. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say how long it has been since, like, we've, ha- like, embraced. Yeah, I think or, about that But a lot that, too. too. Yeah. <laughs> 461 episodes. Who would have thought? It's a lot of talking. And there, I always think that there isn't going to be more to talk about. But guess what? There, is. there always is. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I don't know we're anything. Good. I think we're just getting started. I agree. Okay. Because good. now we're like putting the pieces together, and that's what like, I feel like. Right? And we can like cite. I mean, one of my favorite things to do is if you listen to this podcast long enough, you can absolutely see. I don't know, maybe some of the correlations or connections that we mm-hmm. make or, or, or conclusions we come up with or some other word that starts with the C. Um, <laughs> uh, based on the other studies that we... It's just like a lot yeah. of practice in... Uh, what is that kind of thinking that you're... Sp- critical thinking. Yeah. What's that word I can't think Another of? Another C word. Oh, my gosh. And I feel like by episode, let's say, a thousand, we will know the meaning of life. Probably. I mean, don't hold us to it or anything. Hey, by the way, that just reminded me because I said I'm going to put that into the universe. What are your, are you still a vision board kind of gal? Oh my gosh. I feel, Susie, (laughs) this is a great question. And I've never really thought about this until this exact moment. Mm -hmm. Ren and I started vision boards. Okay. We both cut out the pieces to it. And then we were like, we were like, you know, we need, we need more than just this. I only had like a couple. And then we were both saying like, uh, not a lot of diversity in the OC Weekly, you know, magazine. <laughs> so like OC we Weekly. need, yeah, which is Orange County Weekly for, right. and you can just guess how they are there. So, um, <laughs> or you don't have to guess, they'll tell you. Um, and so, yeah, so we were like, oh, we'll just like wait till we get some more magazines. And so we, I got the magazines. He brought some from his house. I have them in a stack. The, we've, ha- we've cut out some photos. They're still in a pile and have not been put together yet. Okay. It's like our vision boards were put on pause in the uh, same way. Life all was. Of, life was. Oh, that's what? kind of sad. I know. I feel like we should... We should just finish those fucking vision boards. <laughs> what made me ask My, you is how did you see, you know, Tori from the show is engaged? Oh, yes. And that she had put on her New Year's Eve vision board, like, about she wanted to meet the man of her dreams and all that jazz. Aww. And I was like, it just got me thinking about vision boards. Mm-hmm. I'm not a vision board kind of gal, <clears throat> but if it works for you, I think it's great. Um, so you're still on the train. Oh yeah, okay. and I did. I do now drive a car that was on my vision board. Oh wow! Yeah, and I know that's just like, oh, I like that car and I want to get it, but like, it's a car that I would have, you know, it was like, it's like, you know, 
Yeah, you had to. Yes, exactly. I get that. Okay. If you were making it today versus when you started your vision board, do you think it would be different? Yeah. Yeah. It would have. And you know what? The one thing that I did glue on there was a picture of a national park. Oh, my God. That's fun. Yeah, I should just take a picture of like what I have on there. It's just like. Yeah, and I totally will complete this. That would be full circle. It's like, yeah, I really should do that. I, I mean, we're damn near coming up on the end of the year. Are you a believer mm-hmm. in vision boards? Um, not anything mystical, but I think that if you really kind of get your thoughts organized and realize what you truly right. want, that it does help you move in that direction. Yeah, and it's like anything that we talk about on here. Like if you look at the elements to why that would work. Yeah, it's not magic. You know, it's not magic here. It's yeah. like, not like vision boards. Like, that's the part that I don't like about, like, tying things up with, like, in, like, I mean, you'd think I would like the yeah, yeah. spooky package, but <laughs> right. spooky package. <laughs> there it is. But yeah. I, what I'm not so much into is the type of people who tend to do it. No offense. Um, yeah, because it's, like, preachy. And it's very, like, white lady. Um, yes. You know. Well, and now that I've read, uh, you know, some fucking books and like, uh, I realize how much of that is almost just a, it's like we're, we're taking like tribal knowledge and just repackaging it and selling it as like, <laughs> right. You know, modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Gwyneth Paltrow goop stuff, you know. Like, yes, okay. exactly. And those are the Come same on. people that are into those things. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it at all. I just... Yeah. I t- it tends to be a certain yeah. type, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes to uh, Starbucks. Yes. She yes. calls her friends, hey, mama. We, we'd call you them uh, basic bitches. Basically. <laughs> yeah. But I did see recently um, some people... Bitches. Basically. I did see recently um, some people who were calling out... Uh, those who like October and Halloween Mm -hmm. and like get all witchy in that season as basic. Really? And I'd like to push back on this. Yeah. Let's hear it. I mean, that's it pretty much. (laughs) Well, it's like me pushing back. Okay. No, I just, because I feel like now it's, it's more like (laughs) it becomes appropriate for me to do all the things that I like to do anyway. I'm like, oh, good. Now I can just like say it's like, because of. Spooky Halloween. Don't you think, though, that it, what they're really saying is about this spice, what's it called? Pumpkin spice crowd? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they're lumping oh, witches into yeah, that. Oh, yeah. You're probably... Yeah. Uh, I think I did see something that was like witch. But, like, like, but hey, you know what? That's in line with history because they've been, like, persecuted and, like, you know, getting finger yeah, pointed at for years. Witches- so nothing has changed. Yeah, but you're like more in the witch category. You're not so much in the like Uggs pumpkin spice category. Correct. I do not like pumpkin spice and I, I wear Ugg that. boots. I don't. I, I like it in its appropriate place, like in a pie. But like I don't even I don't even like it as a scent. And I think I was thinking about this the other day. This is like none of the stuff that I want to talk about, and I'm just going on tangent. Sorry. But um I think I don't like those woodlandy or like not woodlandy like um like like cinnamon and pumpkin spice and those kind of fall scents because i don't live in a place where there is a fall like that yeah i would agree with that because when you know i'm from pittsburgh and that was such a fun 
time of year, you go to the pumpkin patch and it's chilly and you wear a sweat, sweater weather. Yeah, and, you know, sweater weather. It, those scents connote or denote like that uh-huh. essence. So if you're not familiar with it, it's kind of like if okay. I bought like a surf beach Oh candle. my gosh! No, like, and I I get it for the smell of sunscreen and even the smell <laughs> right, of um, uh, of surfboard wax. Yeah, I there's get that. a surfboard wax called Sex Wax, and they even made it into an air freshener. Oh my god, that stuff smells so good, and it takes me right back. But I figured this out when I was thinking about like those candles, you know, that are like, scented for the the um, different like cities and stuff like yeah. that. And mm-hmm. I was smelling one for like, and I was like, oh. I love the L, like the Los Angeles one, but like mm-hmm. this one has more of like a Christmas smell, and it's like East Coast. And then I was like putting that together, so I think that's why maybe I don't like the pumpkin spice thing as much. Yeah, it doesn't much. register in, in it your doesn't, memory, brain but like, part. yeah, mm-hmm. but the Halloween part does, and that's like amazing. So you know, I get that. But this all yes. makes sense. Yes, yes. Well, um, I know you, wait, yes. wait. Oh, you go first. You go first. Tell me something amazing. <laughs> no, no. I just want to say before you dive into what you actually want to talk about, may I encourage you to try FrameBridge to get custom pictures, framed artwork, anything that you have easily so you can upload yes. your pictures or your artwork like I, I showed you guys the one that I had Lincoln's painting done. So and cute. Then, it looks really nice, and it's like framed like a proper piece of art, even though it's by my kid who has no talent. And so it actually elevates the piece, but it's super easy. You just upload it digitally, and um, then they do it. They can do a custom frame, matting, all that jazz, but it's a fraction of what you would pay at those fancy custom yes. framing shops. Just really great, and they have all different ideas too. They'll be like, "How about this one? How about this one?" There's all different. You can choose like the look that you like, um, and they have a deal for our listeners. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to FrameBridge.com and use promo code BrainCandy to save an additional fifteen percent off your first order. Just go to FrameBridge.com promo code BrainCandy. FrameBridge.com promo code BrainCandy. Let the experts get to work and. Uh, have a good time framing your beautiful art. Yes. Okay, love. All your right. Turn. I'm sorry. So what? Oh no, I, I love it because, like, you know, when we were talking to uh, Aunt when we did the uh, giveaway on our live Q and A of some of the challenge memorabilia. We were mm-hmm. saying, wouldn't that be so cool if we put it in the frame bridge? Like, yeah. you just send it there, and then they just like frame it up, and then boom, there you go. Yeah, because so, our another listener. reason why you should join that Q and A, by the way, because like I'm giving out Sarah gets fast and loose with the giveaways. Yes, <laughs> I'm like I I don't have any space in this freaking tiny LA apartment. What do I got? I, let me let me clear out. Oh yeah, that memento from like the challenge in Turkey. Okay, giving it away to whoever can tell me what my favorite flavor of ice cream is. That is exactly how. A winner won something. Yeah, Amy was our winner that day, and she is a loyal brainiac. But I was jealous because the tapestry that she won is so beautiful, and like you said, would look yes. so nice in a frame. So yeah, join our Patreon if you want uh, Sarah's mm-hmm. crazy giveaways. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, I have some other things that are crazy for you. Yes. Do you want to hear about uh, cats and dominant handedness? <laughs> Yes, you heard me correctly. Okay. Or why orange cats are so special. I was very inspired by our cat thing that we were talking about last uh, 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 
you know, last episode. I can't choose. They're so good. You do it. Well, I'm going to eventually tell you both. But how about we'll start with uh, that, like, cats are uh, dominant-handed. Like, did you know this? Cats are? Yeah, like, cats prefer one hand or another. No, You can tell if your cat is left or right-handed. How? Tell me. Yeah, so this is, like, there have been, which is so interesting, again... Why are we doing studies on these things? I don't understand, but there has been more than 30 studies to date on reports that cats are predominantly right-handed. It's a very small percentage. The only difference between cats and humans is that cat uh, in humans, only 1% of people are not dominant-handed, and in cats, about 75% are dominant-handed. Like, you can throw something at your cat... And yeah. Mr. Miyagi will bat it away with his dominant oh. hand. He has a dominant hand. Why do you think that they were studying this? What do you think the value is here? Oh, it did not say that. Like, what do you guess, though? Article. You always have a theory. I know. You think I would... <sighs> Let's What's think. It? Let's what think. What could it be? What could it be? I do mean, think- it would probably give us more information about... Oh... Like what areas of the brain process what information? Maybe like I think we just love knowing what makes humans humans. That's right. Like whenever there's some sort of mystery about why would you study cat's handedness, it probably is about human handedness. Yes, I'll tell you that is why I love my my favorite you know biological anthropologist Robert Sapolsky so much mm-hmm. because he did that TED talk on the uniqueness of humans. And the truth is we're, like, not unique at all. And, like, a lot of the things that we think make us unique, oh, Suze, for goodness sakes, yeah. And, like, the the My Octopus (laughs) teacher, that'll really, like, like drive home that lesson. But a bunch of the things that we think, oh, this is only, this is probably only people who do this. Like, tit Mm -hmm. for tat. Mm-hmm. Like they saw tit for tat with beta fish when all you had to do was put a mirror up to it. Yeah. And by changing the angle of the mirror, you can make it look like there's and a beta fish like wants to charge the one in front of them. And when you put a, a mirror up next to him, he thinks that there's another beta fish with him. And if you angle the mirror so it looks like when he charges forward, the other fish like charges away, he will start to like not trust that other fish. And like <laughs> you could see it happen. And it's just like his own reflection. Like it's very easy to control because they like are, you know, dumb enough to do this too. Or, <laughs> you know, but they, so essentially proven that like f- even fish go tit for tat. And right. like, you know, so that not Good holding a know. grudge isn't human, you know? And so there's all these things. So I think it's probably just that. What do you think is the reason, though, that handedness is not evenly distributed, that there's so many more right-handed people? That bothers me. I know. It bothers me. As a left-handed person, it really bothers me. Yeah. Um, And I don't think that it's – you can make that argument of like, oh, it's – it's. I mean, maybe for a small percentage, like the people who – you know, were forced into a certain hand, but that they're not doing that anymore, and it's still like that. And I think that it has—it's got to be something about the information, like what is the information that we deem, like societally or as that that brain was developing, important that you needed to. And right. if it was like on that side, then that one maybe developed. Mm-hmm. 
like, fuck if I know. I'm making all of this up. Yeah, we all are. Who cares? I don't know. I it's mean, fun. all the research shows that male cats are more likely to be left pod and female cats are more likely Stop to be right. So that, come on. Pod. Pod. That's good. <laughs> and have you seen that picture that's floating around of the x ray of a paw? No. Oh my God. I should just send it to you because, like, right now, because it's the most, just Google it. It is the okay. most adorable little thing. You're like, well, if that isn't the cutest little Halloween treat I've ever seen. Is it a cat seen, or a dog? A cat paw. Just like, okay. just like kitten paw, paw x-ray. There okay, isn't anything see. cuter. It just is like, Oh what? my God. It's adorable. It and you can just really picture it like. Is. I don't know. I think that's so cute. Oh, see, so that makes Google me like that. Them even more. Yeah, that'll give yeah. you a day. Some That's spice. it. Those are what I, I I call them palate cleansers. Now I yes, saw that online, totally. and I was like, oh, a palate cleanser. Everybody needs that. Yeah, because like, that's a you know. Yeah. So yeah, thirty nine percent of cats right pod. Thirty nine. And thirty six percent left pod, and twenty five had no preference. So I'd really like you to test Mister Meowgi. Yeah. And give me this information. Because what's this, your prediction? Like, oh. <laughs> Let me think. I'm going to go back in my mind and imagine what paw I saw him okay. swiping something out from under the... I'm going to say left. Okay. But and I'll say right just for so fun. Would the, so would the studies. But And maybe the audience can be ambidextrous and then everyone can be... A- is represented. Yeah, yeah everyone's yes. represented. Yes, yes. Ooh. Yes. It seems like they would yes. all be ambidextrous. Like just because of necessity, you that know? they would be? Like, right, because like you just, if you're a cat, you, we do more items that need one hand than a cat does. Right, that's why I can't believe that they're pawed at all. The, what do you even mean by that? <laughs> oh, you mean like dominant pawed. I thought you meant yeah. have paws. Oh no. my God. I was like, what, what, what do you want them to have flippers? I, oh my God, my brain went to a really weird place there where I was like, because you said what do you want wings like i totally get what you're saying now which is probably why you thought that was adorable and hilarious before (laughs) yeah so now i'm saying it because it's a great word yeah that is really funny oh my gosh i was like what do you mean that's what 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 do you want them to have hands that would be creepy that would be awesome okay and also scary Yes. Oh God. That always that whenever I think of like um you know, talking about people having animal traits or anything like that, I always remember that study that you talked about, oh God, years ago now, where you said when kids were asked if they could change one thing about themselves. Yes. They always say something like they um, I'd like wings or and I'm right. like, Damn. They didn't say like I wish I had you know, Less, cuter, you know, eyes whatever. Or yeah. yeah. Oh God, it's so terrible. Well, there. That also uh, is like um, supports your argument of the need for play. Yes, it does. Yes, and all that stuff. Can I just say um, too, though, that yes. for another palate cleanser, you should try liquid IV. Oh yeah, especially if you're hard plan, you need yes. to like refuel. Yes, Hello. in fact, I'm having one right now because it's like a thousand degrees in here. Oh my god! And I was and just thinking about how dehydrated I am, and I'm out because we've been camping so much. I got to yeah. restock. Luckily, I just I got a, a big coming. bag of the tangerine flavor, which is a new flavor. It's what? Really good. I don't even know that one. That would definitely be my favorite. That sounds like tang. 
check check your package room there i may have sent you some yes but i cannot tell you what a godsend these were when i had my migraines because part of what makes that worse is if you're dehydrated if you're not drinking enough and it's like the last thing you want to do is sit there drinking water all day so this is such a great way to get hydrated quickly because it's two to three times more hydration than just a glass of water and then it also has vitamin C, vitamin Ds, which everyone says right now we need vitamin D more than ever because it yes. can be great for your immune system. Um, and I just love to have them in my purse or in the car or just available for Lincoln when he's playing outside. And they have a deal for our listeners. Um, Liquid IV's new hydration multiplier plus immune support, uh, excuse me, that's awesome, yeah. yep. is available at Walmart or you can order online, and if you do, you'll get the 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code CANDY at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code CANDY at liquidiv.com. So that's what's cool. When I opened the tangerine package today, I was like, oh, my God, it has immune support too, which, you know, we all need. Even if it's just oh, for your gosh. freaking hangovers, just yes. get it sorted, people. You just need that from, yeah, living in mm-hmm. L.A., Yes, feel mm-hmm. like, you know? Okay, carry on, madam. Okay, I'm trying to decide. Like, I I have some more cat information. I have some life lessons from somebody on how to master change. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, I was thinking so too. I feel like, especially because I was looking through our brain candy Twitter the other day, you know, (laughs) because like when certain news came across Twitter, everybody was on there. Certain news, yes. Let me see what else is on, on Twitter. Yes. And uh, I saw something that we were posting that said, oh, this episode's far more candy than brain. And -hmm. I was like, whoa, let me give them some more brain. And this is like really interesting stuff. So this uh, article is from Psychology Today. And it is uh, like based on some research from a guy who was doing a book that he called The Life Story Project, where he Hmm. was looking at information on like the human experience and how to manage life transitions. And, oh, excuse me. So he found in all of his, like, in this life story project, when he spent, like, years coding, like, people from, oh, I'm trying to see how many people it was. He said he visited 50 states and collected hundreds of life stories of Americans of Mm. all ages and walks of life, people who had lost homes, lost loved ones, career Mm. changes, changed genders, left cults, got out of bad marriages, and then spent three years coding all these stories um, for 57 different variables from high points to low points Mm. and different emotions that people struggled along these different times and uh, Mm. wanted to track what... And then also got information from friends and other people that they were related to on what was most helpful for them. That's great. I love this. Right? Super Mm -hmm. cool. So I'm like, oh my God, this is like buried and how do I, yeah, Yeah. I need to, this, this should be like, this should be, I, I, I don't know. I felt like I, I, I'm like, this should be like passed around and go viral because I feel like just this information is so good because he said in his research, three takeaways emerged. And the first one, that linear life is dead. And that the idea that our life passes through these like routine stages. And he talks mm. about like how these stages were were 
defined, you know, and like, this is what happened. Like some fucking white guy from like 1920 said, it's like this, this, and this. And then that became like the rule and nobody said well why is it like that yeah right like the stages of grief you know and then Mm -hmm. we were like actually you can experience those in any order and some of them not at all and whatever it's like you know so exactly yeah it's not like that and so he said we live non-linear lives and like we it that's dead so it's not it's not like we need to have one job, one relationship, one sexuality, one spirituality. Hmm. That idea is dead. Wow. And that, if you can be flexible on that idea, then that was like the takeaway. One, this is like the, the, the takeaways, like one, the first one. Okay. The second one is that we uh, live not, lo- non-linear lives and we experience at least well, most of us on average will experience uh, about three dozen disruptors and <laughs> one every 12 to 18 months. And he said that these ones, there are some that are really severe and there are some that are like not as severe. So like maybe um, moving, not as severe, going through a divorce, very severe. And yeah. one in 10 or three to five in our entire adult life will become what he called these life quakes that lead to mm. major massive transitions. That's so cool. And understanding, because like sometimes don't you feel like it's like, I mean, don't, we were just talking about this, Suze, like before mm-hmm. we recorded. Yeah. That sometimes I feel like, oh my God, is there always something? I mean, I know we're in a global pandemic. Right. But it's like, there's always something. Yeah. But when I really look at it on a map, like on a timeline... And I'm like, one every 12 to 18 months? Yeah, that's about accurate of what right. we're working with. It really takes the, like the, the weight off of it for me mm-hmm. or did when I read this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. One, the one thing that I struggle with with regards to the fact that life is not linear and we shouldn't mm-hmm. sort of have that expectation is the trouble that women have because of the oh, limited God. window of ovulation. Yeah. Um, and pregnant, you know, being fertile. Like that is a that's a good point. I wonder this, you know, I'm definitely going to read this book too because this is like a summary of information from his book. And I yeah, think there's that, probably a uh, lot of details. Yeah. Because it just yeah. feels like I am on board with that and I think that's a beautiful idea and so great to remember that just cuz you're not married by a certain age doesn't mean mm-hmm. you won't find true love, etc. Mm-hmm. But but that fucking fertility window is so finite yeah. and um, and like not always reliable either. And it is that, yeah, that is that is the one that when it's something where time is you're you're right, bound a by deadline. time. Yeah, then it does make that. Thing. But that is that is for sure. Because uh-huh, I feel like uh-huh. his idea is so much more true for men. Yeah. Uh, well, and you're so right because I think, but I think, yeah, it's like the 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 idea that we're going to have the midlife crisis at forty that doesn't necessarily happen at that age for other people, and it's like not the same. Which I don't even like that term to begin with. What do you like? Well, I don't like impl- like implying that 
at one point in your life that, that you have like a crisis to look forward to or that you just have one, you know, that I feel like this <laughs> right. kind of argues that, that like, yeah. no, you're going to have like these major life quakes, like yes, one in I 10, like that. Mm-hmm. you know, cause I feel like when there's that pressure of like, is this my, like, oh my God, I'm having a midlife crisis. I don't know. I feel like maybe that's just for like the, the guy who like gets a sports car and you well, know, I think dates you're the right, 22 though, year old. It's so limiting whenever someone just sort of gives you this generic idea of what your life will hold because that's not the reality that it's up and down and just like the grieving process yeah Um, yeah but i I think that could be helpful to be reminded of all that and this he said that one so all these life cycles and and the the next part like the the signature finding that was the big takeaway um these like one in 10 big life quakes lead to these big transitions, you know, like you get divorced, you move, like it's a big transition. And there's this feeling and it was so beautiful because in in this article, which I will definitely be linking and like even the book too, which I totally want to read now. um, He interviews people and he talks about, well, of course, and he talks about uh, what they felt like in the transition process Okay, and how so many people were putting, were like, why isn't it better yet? Why haven't I, why am I not sad anymore? Why am I still, um, you know, struggling through this? And in, in all of his research, the signature finding was that the average length of time that these transitional phases took was five years. What? That means that we spend half of our adult life in that state. Why? And you or someone you know is going to through one right that? now. Um, well, I feel like I did see, read in there that it did talk about, oh my God, I can't even remember what it said about why, I mean, f- part of me just wants to, to say what you always tell me, which is like acceptance. I know. You know? Yeah. I mean, and that's like, what this whole pandemic has been. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you That's can't change it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And they, it, the one of the things they say is that, you know, like this is, this is in other cultures, it's, you know, kind of embraced, you know, and they, in in Italy, they have a phrase for it, which, you know, I won't even say it's like, uh, maybe I could pronounce it lupus and fabula, maybe something like that. Probably don't have mm-hmm. to go as high at the end, you know, like a <laughs> I like that though. Like ridiculous. Um, but it basically means like the fairy tale of our lives. And like that is it's it's there are gonna be these dramatic moments, this understanding that Is he and, arguing you know, though that just knowing that there are these earthquakes and this pattern yes. is yes. the key to accepting it? Or are yeah. there strategies beyond that? Well, I don't know. I feel like that's like a this is one of those you gotta read the book for that. Right. Because it talks yeah. about like how here's it it then goes deeper into how these of course like we said transitions are not linear they mm-hmm. take longer than you think oh but this was really sweet but not longer than you need you need <sighs> however long it takes that's just t- like see you even when you just know that it's like yeah. oh. you can be and more so, forgiving of yourself yeah, so mm-hmm. he he interviewed one man who um was married and then he ended up get and he has two 
had two kids, but he was so unhappy and he got a divorce and then he moved to San Francisco and then he came out as gay and then he started his new job and then he, um, you know, became uh, like got a promotion and became more stable and the whole transformation took like six years and now he's in this really wonderful place but we're so like hard on ourselves during Mm -hmm. that transition time that you know and now that even makes me think of when we're talking about being alone how that i wonder if we even draw out that time even longer if we're hard on ourselves and don't have that self-compassion during it's those. It's what you say about, um, like, suffering equals yeah. time, whatever you say. Yep. Pain. Totally. Yep. Uh, uh, suffering is pain times resistance. Right. So if you're, like, being hard on yourself, oh, mad, that you're, you're only prolonging it. Yes. Yes. One oh, thing you should yeah. definitely not prolong is the amount of time it takes you to ship something. And that's why stamps.com is freaking great. There you go. Get back to living. Get back to living. You you know, we're all adjusting to the crazy world that we live in now, but some places are making it easier. And that one of those examples is stamps.com because you can ship everything directly from your home or your office just by printing out the postage that you need on demand. And then you avoid another errand that you probably don't have time for. And now they offer UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no residential surcharges. Um, So if you put the information into stamps.com about your package, it'll tell you whether the USPS or UPS is cheaper, which is so great. And then you just print out any postage uh, for any letter, package, or any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it, put it in your mailbox, and the mail carrier will pick it up. It's a no-brainer because you save time and money. You get $0.05 cents off every stamp and up to 62% off USPS and UPS shipping rates. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Brain Candy. That's stamps.com. Enter Brain Candy. Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So, yeah, I think just like the point is knowing that we need to give ourselves some grace and we need to spend time mastering the transitional periods. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, and I noticed... During this time, I feel like I've learned so much and that I have had to do that with myself. You have to forgive yourself for ways in which you don't feel like you're living up to your own standards. And that has helped me, I think, become more forgiving of other people as well. Yeah. And realizing just that we're all in the same boat. There's nobody Mm -hmm. that's not. And so Mm -hmm. you can really have more compassion if you get into that mindset with yourself too. Yes. I like that in my case. That's what I feel. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. There's a quote in here that says, uh, William James said it best. Life is in the transitions. We can't Mm -hmm. ignore these central times of life. We can't wish them or will them away. We have to accept them, name them, mark them, share them, and eventually convert them into fuel for remaking our life stories. Hmm. I love that phrase, life is in the transitions. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so because it really is, it's like it's basically that the the it's not the destination, it's the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, again, right, if, that, if we say it all the time, there's a reason why that's a cliche. Well, because if you 
um, died and someone were giving your eulogy, yes, the things that they would point out at the time were likely either painful or you were like sort of wishing away. Even like a wedding, it's an exciting period of time, but it's also quite stressful, mm-hmm. you know, when you get married mm-hmm. and then you're mm-hmm. transitioning to being a married person. All of mm-hmm. that stuff's the hard stuff in life, but it's the stuff that people will remember. You know, like when you said that guy came out as gay, that's notable, but I bet it was really painful for him. Absolutely. This is Mm -hmm. like such, you know, one thing I've, I ask clients, I ask, you know, anybody, well, friends, whenever they ask me for advice, um, if you can think of the thing that you're most proud of, Mm -hmm. like whatever it is, just think of the thing that you're most proud of and then think of how easy or hard that right. thing was to get or achieve. Right, right. There's True. your answer. Right. The joy is clearly in, because if you, you don't name like, th- that's why the lottery winners are, you know, I There's think. There's always like, like a, that yeah, curse problem. or that. <laughs> right. They're always that problem because it's not, it doesn't hold the same, you know, or sometimes like I'll use the, work yeah. for it. or sometimes I'll use the analogy of, or metaphor of, um, uh, it's like sledding. Like you have to climb the hill. Yeah. And then you to get to the, the top. Part. And then you have the fun part. And then I guarantee you, like, it's more fun riding down if you've climbed up than if you, like, took the gondola. I yeah. mean, I know you would try to tell me it's not, but that's what our brain does mm-hmm. is it needs to give us a reward for the work that we put in. That's interesting. Yeah. And true. And, like, and I bet everybody listening is, can think of the thing they're proudest of and how yes. it wasn't easy to acquire. Right. Yeah. Right. It's always like that. So that's like, you know, when the, when the, that's like the, the motto. I told you this was going to be more of the brain than the candy. I love you your know? brain, Sarah. Yes. Oh, I love sexy your brain, brain over there. Susie. Oh, <laughs> uh, I also love how the kids are writing to Lego because they're angry. Why? Yeah, you know, I swear, this next generation, yeah. they're great. Yeah. And I saw this, I will, I promise I will get to why uh, they are writing to Lego in a <laughs> right. sec, but I keep seeing all these memes all, everywhere Yeah. about how, um, like, generation, like, the Z generation, is that what we're calling them? Yes. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, they make fun of millennials because they drink all the time. <laughs> I did read that. Is this like a thing? Yeah, like they think, why are you guys obsessed with wine and stuff? Yeah. Oh my God. Right. That is like hilarious. I swear to God, after I saw that meme is when I like was like, oh yeah, I'll go for a whole week without drinking. I'll show those fucking generation oh Zers. And I'm still good. I'm doing yeah. great. You know? I wonder though how it happened unless it's just like every other trend where – if something's cool to one group, then the next group will reject it. That's why I swear my kids are going to be like, tattoos are so lame. Honestly, I think my prediction is Sarah's child will be like Alex P. Keaton on yes. Family Ties. It'll be like a Republican, like. Oh my God, super- no. <laughs> yep. Ah! Sorry. Oh, because like they can't even rebel by being a jock. That won't work because like I'm into that and like, you know, yeah. Ren's athletic. It's like how Lincoln hates reading. I mean, it's it's like a knife oh, in the heart. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so true. 
It's going to uh, stretch you as a person, Sarah. You got to learn to love them anyway. But you know what? Like, who needs? Yeah, I do. They, they will. Oh my gosh, that'll be it. <laughs> no, my kid like won't care about science or art, like or oh, oh my or, god, yeah. No, mm, gosh, whatever. But we'll be really like, may, oh, what if I get a misbehaved chi- like a child mm. who's like hates like, rules, like oh. <gasps> <laughs> Can I teach that out of him? You'd think I can, but like, I'm telling you, I was a rule follower. My brother, not so much. So well, I'm going to get your kid hates your chore chart. Stop it. Sarah's one parenting plan so far is that she's going to make this really elaborate chore chart. It, listen, it doesn't need hate. to be a, a, elaborate. And also, I am fully supported in this because when mm-hmm. Ren and I moved in together, yeah. we were discussing the division of labor, mm-hmm. and his solution no. was a chore chart. Wow. His solution, <laughs> not mine. See, you're soulmates. That's all. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. I, when he told me that, I like I, I looked him, him in the eye, <laughs> and I said, I, I really do think I said, like, I always... Because sometimes he'll say that, I'll be like, I always knew I was in love with you. Yeah. But I really, really know in this moment now. Like, <laughs> and I think I just leaned over and kissed him because I'm like, that is the key to your yes. heart. Yes. How did he even know? As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. But any hoodles, let's get back to these kids who yeah, these, yeah, yeah. these okay. Gen Sears. Yes. Um, who are always like fighting for the right thing. They are. Like environmental stuff. Yes. And they do not like the amount of waste that Lego has created. Yes. Yeah. Like Lego's single use plastic bags. No bueno. Well, I I know that they switched, right? To paper? Paper bags now? Yeah. So I don't know. Is it official? Is it out? Yeah. The the paper bags they're switching to for the little inside the box thing. Oh, and they, I did see that they're looking to make bricks out of sustainable materials by 2030. Oh, that's and cool. And all packaging sustainable. The but the bricks are the problem. I Of course. I just, how silly. I never even thought about the bricks it's themselves. Like, and the problem with the bricks is that they're made from that type of plastic. Oh my gosh. When we, a, a while back, I was it, I was giving you those like seven things of recy- for like recycling that like, you're probably doing terrible and I was doing every right, single one of them. Yeah. And so I really started to like look mm-hmm. and and I've been looking up like I looked up plastic one night, like different kinds oh. of plastic. And when I found out about like I was like, oh God, that is so not good. It's a single use plastic that is like most children's toys are made out of. Yep. And it's it's awful. Be, it's so many Legos. What do they I call swear? that? An endocrine disruptor. I think that's what it is. Plastic. And so like G- kids are like chewing on and sucking on. Oh my on God. All this crap. Oh my God. Oh my God. An endocrine. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrifying to me. Guess I never how thought many- of the- okay, okay. I'm sorry. No, go, go, go. I just first. never thought of the Legos themselves as problematic yes. because they last for friggin' ever and it's great. Guess how many it's estimated- that they've produced since the company started 
in oh, 1949. God. I feel like it's as close to infinity as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a thing. Uh, I love that that's your answer, though. But yes, 600 billion? <laughs> you're, you're close for billions. 440 billion. Wow. That's so much. And we can still use them all. And they, they're like, yeah, and they're, they're estimated to linger in the environment for about a thousand years. But who's That's throwing a, them away? Uh, I don't know. Anybody who's like stepped on one and is pissed off. And it's like, <laughs> That's it. The Legos go. I've had it. I've had it. I don't know. I love Legos though. Because they retain get their value too. Like um, on the resale market on eBay yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they sell them by the pound. <laughs> That's they, the way to go. Yeah, you can get, a, like, if you're selling your Legos, you can get a lot of money for them. Oh, um, my God. That's why I'm like, who's throwing these away? Nobody. It's a gold mine. Yeah, but, like, do you really think that it's, that there are 440 billion <laughs> Legos right. out there and they're, like, Beans. all in circulation? Right. They like should make all- a new Great Wall of China just out of Lego bricks. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I do like, uh, there's, uh, oh my God, I can't remember his name. There's a, st- okay, this is the asterisk that I do like some street art. I don't want people to be Uh-oh. like, uh, be like, oh, Sarah, I thought you hate street art. I do not hate street art. I love street art. I just don't like when people are like. You don't like gimmicks. Gimmick. I don't like yeah. gimmicks and I don't like when then they like. Uh, take it like our, our, I don't know, trying to ruin what that art is. So I have to say that first, but there's a street artist who like covers things in Legos and I freaking love it. Now that is something we all love. Yes. Everything. I've never even been to Legoland, which I say is like a thing I should go to, but I'm like uh, at the time was probably, well, I love Legoland. You should go. No children. Yeah. Well, not now. Right. I guess not. It's probably not even (laughs) open, but like I love it because it's so small. It doesn't, even though it's built upon commercialism, it doesn't have that same feeling. <laughs> um, oh my god, that's so because they're only selling you one thing, and the whole thing is that so they don't have to like. It's like wholesome, and if you bring like little that. men, like little Lego men, oh. then you can trade with all the workers. Stop it! Yeah. Oh, those kind of things are so cute. And they have stations all over. Like, they're secret, but not really. It's like an open secret, kind of like the In-N-Out secret menu. And yeah. um, you can swap with anything in the little case as well. It's so cute. I love that. See, mm-hmm. I love... This is like little joy things. I mean, yes. I do understand, just like you said, that it's like added... But it's different for some reason. Um, and, like, I feel like we people... Maybe people are catching on and how to do this. Like, need to start adapting those kind of things to like make it social distancing friendly and like yeah. we got a long way know, to go in that regard. I saw the coolest freaking thing that I'm so mad I didn't know about a million years ago. This oh, I don't even know what it is. That it's like a a haunted house, but a street that mm-hmm. they and they took like a historic district in L.A. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. Oh my god, it's so cool. It's called like the Halloween like drive-through Halloween or something like that, but some like very historic street where like they a bunch of like super creepy haunted houses that they use for movies. Um, oh, that's cool. And they turned it into like Ghostbusters and yeah, and it's drive-through and you buy tickets to it and it it's sold out. It you know, and it's mm. like probably over now. But 
uh, it like I'm like we need more stuff like that that are like the little roadsidey attractions because like like we've been saying anything brings me joy right now like yeah. Legos covering a fire hydrant would make me giggle and so like <laughs> I just feel like I need to know about all this you know I live in LA I feel like these these things are around cities right someone was saying that they started to cry because their kid was talking about the upcoming you know christmas holiday and Uh was saying like hey can we still drive through you know like candy cane lane or whatever is Uh in your town where they get go all out yeah and she started crying because it was like the first thing she could say yes we can do that the whole year but you're right we need more stuff like that yeah that's exactly it like and there are things like this Mm -hmm. we just have to like think of them you know i feel like that geo tracking thing Yes. Could be really fun. I should get yeah. into that. We need to get on board with this stuff because a lot you know? of it's already out there. We just didn't need yeah. it. Yeah. And, I, yeah. you know, I like I just got to create a new list. We all do have to create a new list of the fun things that, like, fill your cup and bring you joy, Yeah, you know, and all of that. And I really do think I am going to take up Legos now that we've been talking about this because I swear when we talked about puzzles and I did that pu- – I had – never done a puzzle piece like i'm not kidding Suze. in my life i've never done a puzzle piece a puzzle over 200 pieces that is something i would not have predicted about you i know nobody would have were you actively avoiding them i just know that i was the kind of person who if i started had to finish it (laughs) and you need space you need time you need like you know and i couldn't i couldn't and it might be one of those where if it it would get in the way of other things because the puzzle would become more important than like, you know, it's just real funny responsibilities. On the show, you're known as a puzzle aficionado. Yeah, but like different kind, like jigsaw. Yeah, right. it, like specific, it, I was not a jigsaw puzzler. <laughs> right. You know, puzzler? but puzzler. I don't know. I feel like that's what you call it. Yeah, you're Somebody right. Somebody who does puzzles. But yeah, but I did that puzzle and it was so... I had no idea the joy that doing a puzzle would bring. And I saw like people who had jars, clear jars filled with one color of Lego and they had one mm-hmm. for each color and yeah. it looked so pretty in their house. Yes. Uh, and then, like, Susie, <laughs> you know whose idea that is? Home edit. Yes. Yeah, they have a lot of good ideas. And I also love the idea too of like when people are over, they can reach in and use them. It's great. I love it's it. It's fun. Yes. I don't know and if it, it was so there. Beautiful. It's not like they invented it. Right. I know. Look at you. You're like, they didn't invent it. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny. But yeah, I would, t- I like, yeah, I could totally, I can't believe Lego, uh, Lincoln's, Lincoln's Legos. That's fun to say. <laughs> I can't believe Lincoln's Legos are not lined up like that. I know. In We're rainbow color in fashion. Bin. That seems like very on brand for you. Yeah, I would like to do that. Maybe someday. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that would be fun. Organizing. I'll work. So on yes. That, Sarah. So all these. So all like, basically, we love these little kids who apparently like were the ones who wrote in and enough wrote in to get them to start changing. That's crazy. And, that's why I yeah. didn't think that's what you were going to say about kids are writing in because yeah, it the, was effective. Uh, 
It sure was. They, the CEO of Lego said, and I think this was a while back, he said it, we've received many letters from children about the environment asking us to remove single-use plastic packaging. And they've been exploring alternatives for some time. The passion and ideas from children inspired us to begin the change. I mean, I'm so glad. Shout out to the kitties. Yeah, You're just doing the right thing. I love the zero waste lifestyle, but I really do feel like the step up needs to happen from corporations. Like Absolutely. Lego. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think about the amount of, like, when I throw stuff away, I don't know what else to do with it, but I have become really good at recycling. Yeah. And I think so. Only in because I paid more attention to it. Yeah, it it does take an effort. That's the thing. And a lot of people feel maxed out right now. And that's why I'm like, listen, you know, again, have mercy on yourself. But let's hold the companies accountable because they're making the bulk of it. And then they're just making the consumer feel guilty about using the product. Sure. Like we're going to do. I know. I see that. And really it's just me trying to control I'm like, if I, well, maybe, right, yeah. maybe I'll fix all the world's problems. Maybe there'll be no more fires in California <laughs> if I recycle my number five plastic in the right bin. I mean, the truth is every little bit helps. Yeah, but... I try to do that. You know, what can you do? I'm not perfect. No, who is? <laughs> but you really are. Let's wind I, it down, Sarah. Yeah, I was thinking that. Let's just put that on your vision board. how, like... Oh my god, I'm going to make a vision board. What if when we see your vision board it's just like people in Uggs and like <laughs> pumpkin drinking spice lattes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. No, I think it's going to be a lot of nature. Mhm. Cuz we know the importance of that. Yeah. I think it's probably won't have any cats. Right-handed or left-handed. Yeah, no. Or ambidextrous. Or ambidextrous. But, but uh it might dogs. teach you how to deal with change. Yes. Oh, it definitely will. My transitional times. And your life quakes. My life quakes. I love that word. (laughs) So if you're going through a life quake, which like who isn't? Because it did say half of our life we would be in some sort of transitional time through those. Just like give yourself a break and like, you know, listen to the podcast. And remember what you're most proud of, which is probably something you worked hard for. And And probably something that was like a struggle and you probably cried about and Mm -hmm. it was tough. Yeah. Oh, good, good. High five. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good times. We did good today, Sarah. I'm proud of us. I feel like that. Feel warm. My heart feels full. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast, try giving my podcast, Miraculous Mamas, a listen. Miraculous Mamas is a safe and inclusive place for you to find a huge amount of educational and relatable information about childbirth and parenting with absolutely everything in between. Each week we discuss important topics, share great resources, hear from experts, and listen to birth stories all in an effort to bring you reassuring and informative experiences so that you know that you are not alone. That's all on Miraculous Mamas podcast. Look for the podcast link in the show notes or simply search for Miraculous Mamas on your podcast app.